From the red and black, this is the front page. It's Tuesday, April 21st. This week and for the foreseeable future, we're working remotely. This week, we talked to Campus News editor Gabriella Miranda about the effects of COVID-19 on Athens immigrants and undocumented families. Undocumented families aren't eligible for stimulus checks from the government, and they're particularly susceptible to food insecurity due to COVID-19. And we're here with Gabriella Miranda, Campus News editor at the Red and Black. And Gabriella, to start, can you kind of just explain what your story is this week? Yeah, so my story this week is highlighting the COVID-19 perspectives of undocumented communities and families in Athens and kind of their experience with their lack of health care and other resources within the community. A lot of them had lack of transportation, and it's just them talking about their experience right now. Yeah, and lack of health care and real like means of transportation is a big thing, but what were some of the other things you found out that in undocumented populations specifically are really hard right now? So specifically for them, they... Um, because of their legal status, they're not getting the government-given um, stimulus payments. So that's a big um, income booster that they're not receiving that I think a lot of people may not know or they were definitely expecting. But a lot of them also lost their jobs and they don't have a source of income right now. And a lot of them cannot get their licenses, so they're not driving. So they can't drive to food banks. Um, they can't really drive to Kroger. And a lot of them, even if they do have a car or do have somebody that they can carpool with are terrified, as they said, to go to Kroger or go outside because of their lack of health care, because they don't have a regular doctor or insurance to go in and check for a fever or check if they have COVID-19. Like there's just a lot of fear because they, what they said is like they don't have the regular resources that a lot of people do to kind of check themselves, check for fever, stuff like that. Um, so. Right now, it's just like the, the lack of resources and the fear that they have because they don't know where to go if they get sick. Mm-hmm. And these are all things that are already, they're already issues that undocumented populations deal with, but it's all kind of amplified right now. How are they, the people you spoke to, kind of dealing with this? So they're really coping with, within their community, a lot of them, um, the Athens a lot of Athens community grassroots are reaching out to the undocumented communities. So like you lead, um, there's the Athens Immigrant Coalition rights, and they have something called Athens Neighborly Pool. So they're partnering with them and the local food bank, and they're, um, they are bringing groceries and supplies to these undocumented communities. So it's resources like that that are that is what the undocumented community is leaning on right now. Um, And other than that, they're kind of just, a lot of them kind of said like they're leaning on their faith. They're staying at home. They're hoping for the best. And at worst case, some of them have walked to their local Kroger with a towel over their faces, one family said, or a homemade cloth mask and hoping for the best. Who did you speak to in reporting this story? So for this story, I spoke to Mariela and Benito, and they didn't want to give me their last names to protect their legal status. Um, But I spoke to them, and they talked to me directly about their specific family. Mariela is part of a family of five. Benito is part of the family of six. Um, They're the head of the households. And I also spoke to a volunteer within these community um, outreach organizations, Stephanie Flores. And... 
they really spoke to me about like what the community is doing because the government has its hands tied and the government can't necessarily or what they told me aren't necessarily helping the communities directly but funding the Athens Immigrants Rights Coalition in order to help them. Um, so it was really interesting and those are all my sources and they really kind of gave me the perspectives of how they're hoping and how they're coping right now. So with like COVID-19 and everyone, everything, everyone is kind of on edge. I mean, you see it everywhere, but how did the families you spoke to specifically in this situation, what were they saying they were kind of going through? So specifically, one family told me that right before the shelter in place ordinance um, came into place in Athens and then in the state of Georgia, they kind of like stockpiled a bunch of groceries at Kroger um, and they were just hoping that would last them however long and they were just hoping for the best like that would be enough to feed their family of five and then eventually as most do they ran out of those groceries and so the father kind of took it upon himself he's like okay well I'm gonna have to go out because they were nervous to leave um, their home because they didn't want to become infected and they didn't have health care and stuff like that so the father started walking like once a week whenever they needed groceries would walk like three miles to the nearest Kroger every day so it'd be kind of like a whole day thing he would plan and then he'd walk back with all of the groceries as much as he could carry and that would kind of be his weekly trip and then in order to prevent possibly infecting his family because he was outside he would basically sleep in a closet and disinfect himself sterilize everything um so I think that's just like one of the examples of the extremes that the families are having to go through to one get the basic necessities they need but also to protect themselves and their families um so I think those are a lot of the perspectives and similar situations that the undocumented families told me about. And that was The Front Page. The Front Page is a production of the Red and Black Publishing Company, co-produced by Luke Guillory, Kira Posey, and Stephen Barr. The Front Page is sponsored by the Cox Institute for Journalism Innovation, Management, and Leadership. Thanks for listening. We hope you tune in next time.